What's up? Welcome back. Today, we're going to be talking about four tips to help make your workouts more effective, to get the best results from them that you possibly can. I want you to squeeze every single drop from that lemon into your lemonade so that you can reach your goals and that you can be more effective. I mean, honestly, who doesn't want more bang for their buck? And oftentimes in our workouts, we aren't making them as effective as we could. So I'm hoping these four tips help you think about things you can add in or be aware of, which are going to help prevent you from plateauing and help you just move towards your goals, whether it's maintenance, fat loss, building muscle, or whatever it is, a little bit faster. My name's Andrea Allen, and I am a mother of four girls under seven, a wifey to a mountain man, a personal trainer, and a nutrition coach. I love all things women's health and fitness, but let's face it, the fitness industry is complicated and it's not built for the everyday mom. There's so much conflicting information and you're busy and you don't have time to figure it out. I hate feeling confused and overwhelmed. So I've made it my mission to simplify health and fitness while creating a welcoming, realistic, and empowering home for like-minded women. I'm happy you're here and I hope you stay a while. The first tip I'm going to give you today and something to be aware of, I think is a little bit more common than people think. In fact, I know it's more common than people think because I see it all the time with clients when they tell me about their previous workout regimen. That is, is that oftentimes people plateau or they get stuck and can't reach their goals because they are overtraining. Overtraining is characterized by too much exercise without enough recovery and chronic underfueling. So they normally go hand in hand. You're exercising too much and you're not fueling your body enough. And this is actually super common. I feel like especially among females because they want to cardio their brains out and then they want to eat like nothing all day. And then they wonder why they can't lose fat or they can't gain muscle or whatever else it is. And that's, I think, just in general, I've seen that a lot and that people try to exercise as much as they can because we take something which is a good thing. Exercise is a good thing. It helps us. It makes us stronger. It makes us feel good. It releases endorphins. But then we take it way above where it needs to be and then we don't fuel our body. So it ends up backfiring. And I'm going to give you a couple signs that you can be aware of to see, am I overtraining? Do I maybe need to back off a little bit? And I'm going to give you some quick tips for that as well. Our body honestly is built, our muscles, everything happens when it's at rest. That's when the muscle that's broken down repairs. And even in my hormone podcast, Dr. Walsh, he explains that that's also when that happens. So when people aren't resting enough, they're not getting the maximum benefits out of their workout. So a couple signs that you might be overtraining are that you have an elevated resting heart rate. So knowing your heart rate is effective, but you could kind of test this for a week. When you wake up first thing in the morning, watch your heart rate and see if it's elevated. If you do this steadily for a while, you'll start to notice anything that's trending up. Any type of muscle soreness that doesn't go away or pain. Oftentimes, and I know I have done this myself, I have trained and a muscle soreness turns into a pain, which turns into tightness. And then all of a sudden the muscle so tight that it's not contracting properly. And then it causes an injury because I'm overtraining that muscle. I, I am, I've done it too. So see, you're not alone. Sleep quality or insomnia are another signs getting sick easily. When you meet people who are always under the weather and they're always kind of not feeling good, chances are they could be overtraining for exercise. Often there's a decrease in performance or workouts you used to do seem harder or more challenging than normal. There is excessive fatigue, agitation, and moodiness. 
and there also is poor results. If you have any of those things or a couple of those things, chances are you're overtraining and you're not making your workouts effective. A simple fix for overtraining is learning to rest more. I know that sounds crazy, but I do even have clients where I say, you need to add a rest day every single week. Everybody, in the sound of my voice, you should be having one to two rest days a week. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm saying I have banned you to the couch, don't move, you're resting. It just means you are not doing an intense workout. I still will go on a casual bike ride with my kids and I'll move around, I'll do whatever, but I'm not doing like a a workout, a full-blown workout. So you need to have one to two rest days a week. That's number one. If you are past the point of where the overtraining is so bad, you're actually going to need to take a step back for a minimum of two weeks and let your body recover. And I even saw some research that said it can be up to three months, depending on the severity of how bad you have been overtraining. So you want to avoid overtraining because that's a long time. So the first thing you can do is start with one to two rest days a week. I have seen people where they work out seven days a week and I write them back and say, stop doing that. Take a rest day and then maybe take a second rest day or take one rest day and then take a lighter workout day where maybe you're doing yoga or something that's not as intense, but you're still moving your body. The other thing that can also help is more rest periods during your workouts. So make sure that you're allowing your heart rate to recover before you spike it fully again for like HIIT training and things like that. It can be effective. So overtraining is the first tip. If you are overtraining, you are not going to build the muscle that you want. You are not going to lose the fat that you want because there's too much exercise and too little fuel to do both of those jobs. Because remember, if there's not enough food, your body will hoard the food to meet its BMR. If there is not enough protein or not enough carbs or fat or anything, and you're trying to build muscle, your body is also not going to build the muscle, but yet you're exercising too much. So be aware if you are exercising too much without recovery or you are chronically underfueling, they both fall under overtraining. My next tip is going to be a little bit different. And while I don't take a ton of supplements, this is probably the only supplement that I actually do truly swear by. I would add a BCAA to your workouts. A BCAA is just the abbreviations for branch chain amino acids. The next tip I'm going to give you to improve your workouts is to cut out that bend and snap. Okay, just kidding. Not the bend and snap. The bend and hold. I'm talking about static stretching. We are going to switch that out with dynamic stretching. Dynamic stretching is basically doing movements that are going through the motions that you are going to be performing. A study by Austin State University did a test where they had one group warm up with air squats and then another group just do like the bend and holds, like where you like lean forward and grab your toe and hold the position to stretch out the leg. And the group that did the dynamic stretching, like the air squats, were able to lift 8% more weight. Now that doesn't seem like a ton, but if you're lifting 8% more weight over time, that's a big increase and is going to get you to your goals faster. So dynamic stretching is 
awesome. It's really, really good for you. It's way better than just the typical static bend over, hold the movement at, you know, for 30 seconds and then do another muscle. Dynamic stretching also really helps improve your blood flow and your range of motion without compromising any muscles or tendons. So if you're going to go on a run, don't just lace up your shoes and run out your door and start running. Start by warming up with some lunges, some high knees, some leg swings to really get the muscles going and in the motion that you are going to be doing in your workout because they will be less likely to be injured, less likely to be tight, and they're used to doing that motion so that when you start running, they are more effective. I think most fitness classes, if you go to a fitness class at the gym, they're pretty good at doing this, but I don't think we're always really good at doing it while we are going to lift on our own. When we're starting into a lifting routine, I think a lot of times we'll just like walk on the treadmill and then start into it. Or if we're in our own house, we'll just go straight into the weight. And I think it's really important that we warm up those muscles. So if you're going to do a pull-up or you're going to do an arm workout, maybe do some arm swings, maybe do some light banded work just to get the body moving, moving the arms forward and back and up and down. I've even seen where people have taken a PVC pipe when they're trying to warm up for a pull-up and they'll bring the PVC pipe back, stretching out their shoulders and their back and then forward. And we actually do that at our house and it really helps warm up the back muscles. So any type of dynamic stretching before an exercise is going to be way more effective than just that bend and hold for time movement, that static stretch. The next tip to improve your workouts to get closer to your goals is add variety into your workouts. The body is amazing. Like it will adapt to whatever pressure you put on your body. The body is going to be like, I got this because I am a champion and it adapts to every single thing you're doing. So if you're always going on the same run on the same days for the same amount of time at the same length, or you're always doing the same fitness classes or lifting the same weights for the same amount of reps, guess what? your body has adapted. You are not going to see any more changes because you are not adding enough variety. You need to change up your weights. You need to change up your reps. You need to change up your run. Add intervals. Like intervals are my jam. I love doing things in intervals. I think it really helps. So add, you know, 30 second sprints and then the jog or then a walk. Change the length of your run. Change the terrain of your run. You've got to add variety because if you're wanting to see changes, whether you're wanting to build muscle or you're wanting to have fat loss, you need to progressively challenge the body and especially progressively overload the muscles so that they have to work and burn more calories and build more muscle, which as we know, the more muscle, the harder the metabolism works, the more calories burned. So variety is more than the spice of life. It should be the spice of your workouts. Don't fall into the same old routine of doing the same muscles on the same days and the same handful of movements, you know, doing the same amount of reps or whatever it is for your cardio classes, make sure that you are mixing it up because this is a huge, huge piece. If you are just a lifter, change up your reps. Maybe for four weeks or three weeks, shoot for 10 to 12 reps. Then go down and shoot for only maybe six reps. You know, so you're changing up even your rep window. If you don't have options for more weights, you can change up your tempo. I've talked about that in a previous episode as well. So if you don't have options to make your weights heavier, you can lift the weight at a slower rate and lower it at a slower rate. So for example, in a bicep curl, you normally would 
go up in the bicep curl and then back down, and it would just be a one count. If you don't have access to heavier weights, you might want to slow down that count. So maybe you slowly come up for four counts and then slowly down for four counts because that's going to change up the rhythm and how the weight is being used because I know sometimes finding access to heavier weights, especially now, is really, really hard. So don't forget variety. Change up your length of your activities, the intensity, the weights, the reps, the days, everything that you can. Make sure that you're having some variety because that's going to keep our body from getting complacent and knowing exactly what we're doing. My last quick tip, so tip number four on really improving your workouts, and I talked about this a ton last week, is protein. After your workout, you have broken down muscle. Whether you are running, lifting, whatever you're doing, you have worked your body and you've broken down muscle. And the best thing you can do right after a workout is to refuel that muscle with protein. Give it the building blocks to rebuild itself. If it doesn't have the tools to rebuild, which protein is a main one of those tools, it can't do its job. And you're not going to see the change in your muscle mass and you're not going to see the fat loss. Both fat loss and muscle mass are connected to your protein intake, as I explained last week. If you didn't listen to that episode, go back to the protein episode from last week. It matters. So after your workout, I normally tell my clients within 30 to 45 minutes max, you need to have something with protein in it. Obviously, it's really easy to have a protein shake. There are different kinds of proteins. Um, I personally like whey. I know whey protein, and that's a W-H-E-Y. I know whey doesn't sit well for everybody, so you can do a pea protein. That's like pea like the food, P-E-A. A pea protein, a hemp protein. So there's different options to find one that fits for you. So there's options if you're a vegetarian or vegan or not. I just tend to like a whey, but I know whey can bug some people. But I honestly don't care what kind of protein you're having. I just care that you're having it because it just makes your workouts more effective. It is truly more bang for your buck to fuel your body right after the workout and give it some food so that it can build the muscle, which is going to help no matter what your goals are. So don't forget to fuel after workout because that is going to help you with fat loss and gaining muscle and just in general general, really making your body stronger, which is a win-win-win no matter what your goal is. And again, if you're curious about protein and how it affects that, my last whole episode was on that. So go back to that episode. I hope these four tips were helpful. I really think sometimes with workouts, we just go through the motions. It's easy for us to get up and lace up our shoes and go on the same three-mile run three days a week or go to the same dance class three days a week or do the same weights all the time. And we want to make sure that we are changing things up. We want to make sure that we are not overtraining, which also causes problems and stops our body from changing because sometimes the muscles are too tight and we're just like stressing them out and which is causing injury. And we want to make sure we're dynamically stretching because as I said, we want to perform motions that are similar to the movements we are going to do because that is going to prepare the body better to be able to do the movement more effectively. So dynamic stretching is always better than just static stretching. And then you're going to want to finish off, check off that workout with a protein so that you are fueling that muscle. I think you guys are doing awesome. These are tiny tips that you can add in, but I hope they kind of give you a little bit of pump into your workouts to help get you closer to your goals because I always care that you are feeling awesome. 
If this episode was helpful for you, I always appreciate if you share it in your social media. Make sure to tag me. I love to see those. Also, wherever you are listening, go up to the subscribe button and click subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes and they're automatically download to your phone. And I always appreciate your reviews wherever you are listening. I enjoy reading those every week. Thank you guys again, and I will be back next week.